Welcome to the Conscious Creative Podcast, your weekly dose of soul-to-soul conversation that will have you saying peace out to your nine-to-five to explore in your sacred calling. The topics center around conscious business and interviews with the folks who started them. We'll be exploring the art of being human and what it takes to live your life fully expressed and financially free. I'm Christina Gomes, and I went from high-paying job as a psychotherapist to leaving it all behind for my desire to travel the world, playing my original music, to becoming the CEO and soulpreneur founder of FreeYourCreativity.org, where I help visionary leaders create the businesses of their wildest dreams. If you have a sacred calling, stick around. My prayer is that you become the permission slip for the collective as you hear the soul-inspiring stories that call you forth into creative action. Let's get to the soul. Um, Welcome to this live podcast. I'm Christina Gomes. I'm your host of the Conscious Creative Podcast. I'm so excited to bring you a very cool topic today. Many of you follow me because you are creatives. You're multi-passionate creatives. You are deep, you're soulful, and how do we hear the message continuously that we need to niche into one thing and get known for one thing? And and I have shared on that message in the past as well and talked about being known for something, right? And I want to talk today about you being the multi-talented artist and visionary that you truly are and why the messaging or the uh positioning yourself as the number one yoga teacher or the number one person that has this certain training or one thing the one tool in the toolbox kind of creative why this type of messaging doesn't work for you and why this type of business probably doesn't work for you now if you're anything like me you have multiple things that you're interested in you have multiple works of art that you are producing in the moment uh personally right now i am live on the podcast which is one project i have my oracle deck that is launching now i'm in launching a kickstarter campaign if you're listening on the podcast it may be in the future and hopefully these cards are out but right now i am promoting this Kickstarter campaign, which is an all or nothing campaign to have these cards printed at the highest quality and in time for the new year. And without, uh, you know, without going into too much detail on the cards right now, if you want to check them out, I have posts coming out and they're really beautiful. And you can check out the Kickstarter link with the link in my bio and in the show notes and all the beautiful places that links exist. But these cards are so meaningful and it wasn't a part of my business plan, okay? So I'm also writing a book and the book is not a part of my business plan. So my bread and butter is my high value offerings and my clients who choose to work with me in a deep and meaningful way to really be coached and mentored. This is the heart of my business, my delivery, my offerings, And yet, I am a multi-passionate, multi-creative artist. I'm also also producing an album, more like an EP, just five songs. I stepped away for a moment because how do we actually juggle all the art 
that we want to create and make as makers, as creatives, as visionaries. How do we juggle all of this and still attract clients consistently into our offers? And maybe you are in the midst of creating your offer or creating that next level offer or refining your offer so that it can finally attract clients in a consistent stream and an overflow. Put a one in the comments or put artists, give me a like. If you're resonating with this message, if you feel like an artist at heart and you don't want to have your entire life be focused on what we think is business. So the first thing I want to talk about is how do we run a successful business and create art? Well, this concept is going to blow your freaking mind. Okay. So take out your pens, take out your notebooks, like really listen deeply, write this down. If you can, your works of art or your offers rather get to be your works of art. You get to treat your offerings like the masterpieces that they are. You get to treat your content pieces like a little work of art, little or big work of art. And your people will receive your art and your artistry at a deeper level. And this is the magnetic attraction piece for why my clients attract higher paying clients and clients that feel like they are soul aligned to work with. When we treat our businesses like a creative work of art, then business becomes more fun. And a lot of y'all and myself in the past included are treating your businesses like this administrative baloney bullshit <laughs> that isn't feeling attractive to you. And so if your business isn't feeling fun or your business isn't feeling attractive to you, well, then of course there's going to be a little kind of jankiness in your client attraction flow, right? So I help my clients to attract clients in a steady stream, but how really, what, what is the how behind that? And you would think when you're starting or growing your business, you need to get your back end all tight. And I'm not talking about your booty. I'm talking about all the things that happen behind the scenes. And while there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, what me and my clients focus on behind the scenes is their energetics and their message and the way that they are expressing the value of their work in the world. You do not have to have a funnel or all this fancy tech or all this software, all the new fangled software or a million different platforms, all these things that are overwhelming as you're already creating works of art, as you're already painting, drawing, singing, uh, moving through life like an artist, living your life like a masterpiece. When you think about then starting or growing a high value business, it can feel constricting because you already got so much going on. Your life is a work of art. And so instead of thinking about your business as a thing on your to-do list that you have to learn the marketing and sales techniques, and you have to go to school and learn how to be a business person. What if you and your talents as an expressionist as somebody who 
it needs to create, what if you infuse that into your business building day to day? So in my world, we don't call our business creation day-to-day uh, -day tasks. We don't call them tasks. We call them rituals. So when I am downloading the next topic for my podcast, for instance, this feels like a like a like a water trickling in to my system and moving through my hand onto the pen onto the page. <laughs> and then I stream of conscious writes topics for my next podcasts in this way that has me feeling like an artist. And so when I go to podcast, I'm already in alignment with spirit, with nature, with the way things are naturally done as an artist, because you cannot force true art. I feel like then it's not art. If you are, you know, paid to be an artist and you have found yourself constricted, like when I was, I'll use an example of when I was busking in the streets of Turkey, I was singing with like a big old group of artists and people, their artistry um, ranged from being an amazing egg shaker and looking really cool and unique to writing songs and singing like myself. I was singing my original music all over the world. And I found myself in Turkey with musicians, artists, and there was like 14 of us at one point making music in the streets of Istanbul. It was so cool. And eventually we started to treat it like a job. And for them, it was a job. It was like, this is what they did. And for me, I was new to singing in the streets. I had been booked for restaurants and sang in cafes for you know the years when I lived in Hawaii. I did that, I got booked for events and things like that, but I had never been a street performer in this way. And I didn't realize the, the job aspect of it. And eventually I felt constricted. We weren't singing any of my original songs. We were singing La Bamba on repeat because it made the most money. And, you know, I, we loved money. Like I, I love money. Like I love entertaining a crowd. I loved being a performer. But what I loved more was the artistry of writing my own songs and sharing my unique expression. Because anybody can sing La Bamba, <laughs> you know, obviously like some people sing it better, but like, I just didn't want to sing La Bamba on repeat. So I remember one day I had quit for the day. I said, I don't like, this cannot be about the money for me only. Of course we need the money. We want to eat at a restaurant tonight. We want to get a nice hostel for the night. Cool. But like, I don't want to treat I know it's a job and it's a legit job and street performing is a legit like way to create. Uh, it should be valued is what I'm saying. It should be valued. It, I was so grateful when people would throw the coins in the hat and I'm an artist. So I felt like my unique expression was being stifled and anybody got time for that. Right? So in your job <laughs> at your job, your literal job as a coach, healer or a mentor, and you really want to start being more valued for your work in the world, 
some people start thinking, oh, I got to treat it like a job then. I got to get like my back ends tight. I got to get like a business manager. I got to learn the ropes of like how Google Drive works. And like, I'm like, feel bored just talking about it. And this has you losing the sole essence of who you came here to be. And actually, my clients and myself have always attracted clients who really enjoyed paying more <laughs> because of our unique expression, because of the way we carried ourselves, because of the concepts that we teach on, because of the uh, beautiful works of art that some people call content that I call your work of art, <laughs> your beautiful place where you show up like an online altar and leave your crystal, which is your, uh, which is your artistry on the altar that is your social media page, that is your Instagram newsfeed, okay? If you really align yourself with these concepts, it's going to shift the way that you do business. You're going to feel more like yourself and you're not going to dread <laughs> your workday. When I wake up in the morning, I'm like, ooh, what am I creating today? And the next piece of this is, I do also treat it like a job, but in the best way. So when you're juggling multiple projects, if you're like I was just talking about, I have a book coming out, I have an album coming out, I have my Oracle deck coming out, and these, this is not, I don't know how well this part of my business, these new branches of my business, of course you can make money from a book, of course you can make money from the Oracle deck, I will. and maybe even some money from the music. And if you're a musician, if you have written a book, it's not like we're going to be millionaires from a $17 book, especially when many of you, like myself, don't have this humongous audience. And even when you have 10,000 followers, you still don't know who is seeing your content. There's becomes a lot of data analysis, paralysis, when people are, you know, say, kind of crunching the numbers and please crunch the numbers. Like we look at data, my clients and I look at data. We just surpass industry standards because we also focus on the magic, the magic of your unique expression, ensuring that you're aligned, ensuring that like you feel good about what it is that you're selling and what it is that you're saying and you feel good about your business rituals. So I do, however, have forethought in my business. So I use a project management system called Notion. Um, I've used Trello in the past. And honestly, I use Slack to communicate with my virtual assistant. But I set up systems and structure so that I can flow in this beautiful way. So I don't over structure my business. But I want to really give you behind the scenes of open up these curtains, really, of like how we get to juggle multiple projects as multi-passionate creatives. And without structure, if I was just, you know, deciding day by day what I was going to work on and when I, you know, and just let the universe decide when the offer comes out without any launch planning or without any launch planning for the book, then this just really isn't wise 
business. And so being a high value guide, you must create structure because you need your wisdom to be at the forefront of what you're doing. Because if you're coaching someone, you're guiding someone, you're channeling for someone, you're offering them tools, reframes, techniques, if you're mentoring someone, your wisdom is what you're selling. Your wisdom is part of why people sign on to work with you. And you are wise. But if you're funneling all of your wisdom into, oh, what do I need to do in my business today to attract clients? And you're going day by day then where is the wisdom left over to deliver an epic experience? So I also hold space for my clients to ensure that they're delivering a high value service so that when they're creating content also, it's pouring forth from them like it's channeled. Today I have no notes. Today I'm winging it from a wise woman (laughs) center because I planned this topic because it came channeling through. Oh, this is the topic that I'm putting in. I open up my project management system. I plug in the days that I'm uh, going live, live podcasting. And then I also plan when that podcast will be out for on the podcast. So there's some planning. And so I have been initiated and initiating my clients into what I call CEO days. CEO days and Michelle is on. Hello, my lovely client. If you haven't heard of the CEO day yet, we are about to download you with the CEO days. So there is a whole day in my business week where I am not taking or offering calls. So I'm not taking discovery calls. I'm not taking client calls. I'm not offering client calls. I'm not offering um, really much. I might create a story. I might create a piece of content on a whim. Like even if you plan, you can create content on a whim. But these CEO days are visionary days. We're going to start calling them creative, ex- creative executives online, creative, elegant offers. <laughs> CEO, creative, elegant offerings. You see how I just did that? On these CEO days, we are visioning. So it's a full day where I might plan my next live podcast topics. I might um, rearrange the, like create some proprietary, I can't even say this word, it's so boring. I call it signature methods, frameworks, some frameworks for for my people so that they feel held, so that they feel held in structure. It's not that when you are, wanting to be more creative and more in your flow that you ignore structure. On the CEO days, I create structure in my business. I get ahead of my content if I can. I write content if I haven't written anything in a while. I leave space in my calendar for visioning. Luckily, I was just on a plane recently and a lot comes through. I feel like when I'm closer to the clouds, I'm closer to the wind, I'm closer to the sun, I'm closer maybe to the heavens, however you want to see it or your perspective on that. But a lot came channeling through. I wrote three pieces of content and revamped the way that I wanted to host my podcast. And I sent the messages to my virtual assistant all up in the sky. Now, when I'm not traveling, 
I'm a little more structured of like, okay, every Monday is my personal CEO day, but it could be on a Thursday for you. It could be on a Sunday. It could be on a whatever day feels like great and that you don't have other things going on. And if I didn't do this, I would never get to my book. If I didn't create some foundational structure, I wouldn't be able to flow and channel like I'm doing right now. If I didn't know what topic and had some visioning and forethought on the topic that I know in advance that I'm sharing today, then I would feel a bit like, what am I talking about today? You know, but before this live podcast, I tune in. What do the multi-passionate, multi-talented creatives need to hear today? Please open me up I am a vessel for the message that wants to move through me today around this topic. But my topic is always something that I know that my people are going to really benefit from. So this is how you really become seen as a high value guide without overworking yourself. And you becoming seen as a high value guide is how your clients value you at a higher rate than some of the other people that are out there just whipping together some lessons and throwing a course together all willy-nilly and trying to make a passive income and that's their intention but bringing it full circle back to the beginning of this transmission if you focus on your artistry and you create a little bit of structure you know what your mondays want to bring you know what your tuesdays want to bring maybe on wednesdays you fully get into client delivery mode i mostly deliver client calls wednesday thursday and now i've introduced fridays back into the mix but mostly towards the end of the week so the beginning of the week i can work in and on my business for on those things and this also allows for me to have a really lean team there's not like six or people on my team. I have one assistant. Isn't that cool? And then I have a team of people. I have a book writing co coach and mentor. I have healers. I have massage therapists. So I have a team. I have support. I have coaches. I have mentors. And I'm well supported in that way. And I set up a rhythm in my business for my business rituals rather than having a to-do list and marking off to-dos that I don't even care about. I don't mind if my back end gets a little messy sometimes. I, and yes, not that I'm a type A person, but I am a double Virgo. So maybe those two things are interlinked. So I have organized my Google Drive. I'm not saying just purposely be messy. It takes a moment to organize as you go. And if you have these project management systems, you can do it right in there. Or I just advise one of my clients to take a big piece of paper or a big whiteboard, whatever has you feeling more like an artist or whatever has it, whatever you're going to use is the project management system to use. If you're not going to use Trello, which I wasn't using Trello, that's why we shifted to Notion and who knows? Like, I actually use a big piece of paper that I draw on, that I make beautiful, that I put my like visions on, that I understand my offer suite, my goals, like how many people I want in this offer. When do I want the book to come out? Then how, where do I need to put my time day to day? And this is how I also become a time bender because ain't nobody working freaking 20 hours, more than 20 hours a week. I honestly 
work less than 20 hours a week and when I didn't have my offer suite created and the rhythm in my business just yet, then some of the time and some of those hours are spent creating that. But once you've created that, you can actually flow your creative energy through that. And now I'm working a little bit more, but not too much, girl, I'm on the beach. I live in Tulum for the next two weeks. I am in Mexico. I am not trying to overwork. Who wants to overwork as an artist? You lose your artistry. It's a constricted feeling. So we're not overworking, but we're setting ourselves up for success by creating the rhythm. So the structure creates a rhythm for you to flow through. So where are you actually spending your time and how much time? Now, if you're a little bit ADHD like me, then allow yourself to get distracted by your cats. Allow your fluffy, beautiful beings to come and warm your heart and soul and don't shame yourself for having a little bit of squirrel brain. But because if you open up this paper, you roll it out like a scroll or you have your whiteboard or you open up your Notion app and you you understand, you open up the calendar view or whatever view makes you feel like the badass, I know what I'm doing today type of human, it's, it's okay, that's great. You'll always be able to go back, oh, today is book writing energy. And I highly recommend for creatives to batch. If you like being in flow energy, then say you have a YouTube platform. You could film five YouTubes on a day where you have done your hair, or and if you're anything like me, where you like your beachy curls and your, your hair and your makeup is not, you know, a thing that you worry about. I just put a little filter, <laughs> very, very limited filter, and I just go to town doing a chat. Or maybe if you do care, then you have a podcast instead. There are always ways for you to feel like your business is aligned with how you want to express yourself. And then adding in structure as you go. Because if you're a multi-passionate creative, you cannot, I don't wanna say that you can't do anything because you can do anything. You can do anything that you put your heart to. And your heart is gonna feel a little more held if you hold your heart in your creative hands and say, I've got you. Let me create a workflow for you. Let me have an entire day where I treat myself, where I drink my coffee and I read a book before I even start working. And then I'm most myself. Maybe you have your yoga practice. For me, I write in the morning, which is very beautiful because writing is my creative practice. And then that's great. I'm writing a book so I can actually wake up and quote unquote work. But because it doesn't feel like work to me, I am like living my best freaking life. So I could wake up and feel a piece of content in the ethers, pull that hook in, start channeling that content piece and then uh, feel also like I've done my creative practices for the day. Okay. And a lot of creative writing teachers will say that to write a book, and I am in the midst of this process, as well as juggling multiple projects, that's the theme of today's topic. And so I want you to know you're in good hands, like I'm currently doing this. And if you're watching on the Instagram, I am smiling. If you're listening on the podcast, you might be able to hear a smile, but I am smiling cheek to cheek because 
this is what I was born to do. So if you feel like you were born to create, then you get to find ways that your content feels like it's pouring forth from you. So like, I, I love video, I love writing, but writing is also my morning practice. So I'll write content or I'll, you know, edit a chapter of my book and creative writing or book writing specialists would say that you actually get to set aside time to write your book, finish the book, or it's not going to happen. And I can attest to this because it's something new. I need to create the structure of saying these four hours are blocked out for book writing. I am becoming unstoppable and unobtainable, indistractable, if <laughs> indistractable is a word, but like indistractable, like my notifications are off. I'm not even taking client uh, notifications or voice notes from my clients in my high value offer. I am accessible almost 24 seven, but I keep my boundaries around that so I can offer a best answer to people. So I'm not going like, oh, you know, I was trying to write my book, but I have to answer my client calls. We're not obligated when these, where we're blocking out this time, your clients are going to be fine for those four hours. And you answer when you are in coach mode, when it's blocked off on your notions calendar, your Google calendar, like that it's time to be in client delivery mode. And you can really like even color code. I saw a friend yesterday and I saw her calendar and how beautifully color coded it was. And I'm not that Virgo. I have actually more Sagittarius energy, which is a little bit more uh, fiery and uh, creative in that way. Uh, but like, I was very impressed, but like, I feel the colors. I don't know. I think there's a name for this. Uh, if anybody knows the name of this, like being able to taste and feel colors and taste sounds and this kind of thing, something about synthesis, it begins with a s. And I'm able to feel the color or the essence of the flow of the day, right? It's my CEO day, it's my visioning day, I'm gonna get to spend time with myself and write next level content and maybe adjust a framework for my clients and uh, you know, on client delivery day, like I'm really in that flow or on content creation day, like I'm really in that flow and it becomes a ritual. If you were on your yoga mat and you are in flow with your practice, how would that feel for you? What color would that be? What would that taste like? What would that sound like? And so if you want to open up your calendar or open that big whiteboard and start to, you know, you don't have to have these boxes. You don't have to box yourself in. Like sometimes I create things in a spiral of like, okay, like a three-year plan and a whole spiral. These are just creative ideas for you to go and run with, but you've got to do what resonates with you. And this is why I co-create with my clients. I don't have lessons on every single thing that I'm talking about because my sessions and my offerings are high end. So I'm really in my client's corner, co-creating with them, understanding who they are, understanding what their connection is to their artistry, to their messaging, to their unique expression. If they wanna create reels and not show their face, I had a client a few rounds ago in the Conscious Creative Business Emergence, she, didn't, she wasn't ready to show her face. And that's okay. I, 
I recommend showing your cute mug on the internet and working through what is blocking you from being seen. I help my clients to do that as well, to release what is blocking them from being seen. And if you're not ready, you can still run a business. And so she started out with reels pointing outward, but with the right message that can really work for someone. So it's not about you showing up in a perfectly buttoned up suit, show up in your bathing suit if you're at the beach, right? Show up wild, show up in your expression, throw your notes to the side for a moment. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Sometimes I have notes and you've seen me reading my notes and being very meticulous with what I want to express in these trainings. And sometimes we just meet heart to heart and have a conversation. And that's what it's like to be coached by me. And that's what it's like to be coached by an artist who gets you, who's in your corner and not going through a crummy course that isn't really there for you, isn't supportive of your unique questions and your what's happening in your life in the current moment. So if you're a multi-passionate, multi-creative, high-value guide, and you also wanna write a book and you also want to uh, create an oracle deck like I am, or you have a singing project. I have worked with people who also DJ, who also uh, create food and, and are foodies and chefs. And there are so many beautiful ways to bring your creation forward and to bring your creative life to the forefront of how you move. And your business doesn't have to suffer if your business feels also like you're in your creative flow. All right. So we talked about a few ways to create flow. So one being structure, two being really, you can use a project management system that flows with you. I use Notion. I've used um, Trello. Uh, I work in a company as their copywriter that uses Asana. I'm learning that one. It seems to be a little bit more complicated. What I want to say about this is like, if it feels overcomplicated, chill. It might be that it's not aligned for you. And if you feel better taking out a big piece of paper and going to town on your visions and stream of conscious writing and being like a mad scientist with scraps of paper around, you can do it this way too. And my book writing coach has like scraps of paper everywhere and he writes like a doctor. So he can't even understand his own writing, which is so interesting for a writer. And I just love looking at the creative processes that work for different people. It's so interesting to me. And so I want to help you find your unique creative process. So if this is resonating with you and you want to be coached and mentored and guided by someone who's truly in your corner, who wants to understand your own creative process so that you can attract clients in a workflow without overworking yourself, attract clients consistently while you have other things going on. I've worked with a lot of mothers. This is coming through. I've worked with a lot of mothers who that role is a role of an artist. They are unique beings and expressing themselves with their children like artists. And it's like when you're juggling being a mother or you're juggling writing a book or you're juggling creating a painting, singing, creating another project other than 
putting your offering out, you're live, even if you're living your life, you get to treat your business not like this second thought, but let the high value offering be the work of art, attract those clients, and you're going to feel really amazing and have the abundance to hire people to do the things in your business that you don't want to do. So structure leads to flow. You're going to be able to channel your content when you're feeling like an artist, when you claim the identity of the creative that you were born to be. Because I believe that creativity is spirit speaking through you. And all of life is a spiritual practice. It is a miracle being born in this world. And so I'm so honored to have been able to speak into your life for this beautiful podcast. I'm so honored that you choose to spend your time with me. And I would be so honored to serve you in my magnum opus mentorship. Now, if you have never heard me talk about this before, it is because it is a new-ish offer. It's not new, actually. I am just opening up this high-end offer to the public. Normally, this is my ascension offer. This is an offer normally reserved for my conscious creative business student graduates. And I have decided to open up the magnum opus mentorship to the world. This is a four-month deep dive, high-end, high-value mentorship. You get the white glove treatment. You get me in your back pocket, in your corner. You get four months of calls, three calls a month. You get me voice noting you, texting you, you texting me uh, Monday through Friday. And we really, really go deep. I learn about you. I'm looking at your content. I'm looking at your enrollment pages, sales pages. I'm looking at your funnels. I'm looking at your uh, desires, your visions. I'm sharing in this life with you. I'm helping you through your obstacles, anything that feels sticky. If you're having a sticky client situation, I'm there for you. For that, I've been in this world of high value coaching and mentorship for the last four years. When I switched my business over from a course, a low course, course, a low cost course model. I can't even say it, it bores me so much. A low cost course model of business and into a high value, high end, high touch business. And I'm not talking high ticket, okay? My program is very affordable for what you get. And right now, if you're listening, I am offering this at the group rate. The only way to get the Magnum Opus mentorship is to message me, message me privately. You can email hello at freercreativity.org. It's an org, org, or you can private message me on Instagram or on Facebook. I'm Christina Gomes on Facebook, and I am the Mystical Muse on Instagram. And just reach out, reach out. We're going to have a conversation to see if we align. And if we align, I'm going to have you apply. And then you can get on a visionary leadership call with me, which is completely free to ask your questions. I understand that questions come up when you are sharing your life at this level with a coach or a mentor. I wanna make sure that we are aligned and that you are aligned to work with me. I don't wanna take on someone who isn't actually going to achieve what they wanna achieve in this life. I'm not here to just take people's money. I am here to really help people live their most creative life and be abundant doing it, get, getting highly valued, 
getting paid, getting well paid to create has been a dream come true. I'm in love with what I get to do. I'm in obsessed with my clients. I become their biggest fan. Many of them surpass me monetarily and like with their creative works of art. Like you can check out Tiffany where I'm like, dang, like she is rocking it. Like who did your graphics girl? Like they come through my world and they move, they make moves and they move to where they want to be and they achieve what they want to achieve. And what I want to achieve in this season of life is I want to calmly and coolly and collectively coach just a handful of clients and be valued and be met. And this is what we do. I meet my clients where they're at and I bring them along with me for the ride. I teach them the how-tos of running a successful, creatively inspired business and we do it together. As biz besties, as co-creators, I'm not above my clients. I am shoulder to shoulder with them, giving them ideas. I get downloads for my clients at this level, like things. I wake up in the morning with content pieces for them and uh, content topics and different frameworks and formulas that they can use with their people. This is truly a work of art, what we get to do in this life as coaches, mentors, healers, and guides. And you will have space to write your book. You will have space to continue to paint. You will have space to sing, whether you're singing karaoke or you're doing it professional. Like I sing, I write, I'm creating all of the time. And I would love to co-create with you. So if that's resonating with you, go ahead and message me. I'm also uh, right now in the middle of the Kickstarter for the Oracle deck, the Muses, Legends, and Familiars. And this is a beautifully designed Oracle deck that came channeling through. And it was not part of my wealth portfolio. It was not part of my business plan. It was something that I had to get out. And there's only 10 days left, if you're watching live, there's only 10 days left to back this project. And what many people don't understand about the Kickstarter is it's an all or nothing thing. If we don't get funded, if we don't meet the goal of 3000, which $3,000 is just the amount to print the first edition 500 cards so that I can start putting them in stores and selling them on my website and getting them into your hands. So all you get to do is pre-order the deck. If you know you're going to get this deck anyway, pre-order the deck and I will get it to you in January. And if uh, funding doesn't go through, if we don't meet our goal, then all the money is returned to the people pledging. So it's kind of a bummer, then we'd have to um, prolong the print. So we don't wanna do that around here. So if you are know that you wanna get this deck in your hands, if you've seen the work of art that these decks are, you can check it out with the link in my bio on Instagram, show notes on the, show notes on the show notes, wherever links exist, you know where links exist. <laughs> so you can check out the beauty of these cards. And oh my goodness, I'm so excited to get the messages from these muses, legends, and their familiars. So they're little furry creatures into your hands so you can work with them either in your own personal divination practice or with your clients in your professional practice. <sighs> so that's great. And then the book, you'll hear about it in the album, you'll hear about it in the future. and. I'm so excited to co-create with you and to live this life with you. I'm going to go to the beach. I'll see you so soon. Bye. Thanks for listening.